With Halloween around the corner, I'm wondering if I should be a concerned parent this year or a TikToker and just walk around and do weird ass dances and shit. Huh? Hey, okay. <laughs> Yo, if you can't listen, if you can't hear the music, it's because you're watching. And if uh, you're listening to the music, you're not watching, so you're listening on Apple Podcasts. You two go to We'll get into all of it in a minute. You know I ain't never gonna say shit. New contract being like I play ball, little boy ain't nothing to play with. I told her pull up, she told me she can't, her nigga be sharing location. Yeah. I was riding in the ghost with a ghost gun, seeing you out with your kids, so you old one. And my man in the can, while you taking out the trash, you gon' pop with the mat like don't run. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Live 01. What's going on, beautiful people? My arm is What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Xavier Lavo. Welcome to the Xavier Lavo Show, live from Las Vegas, behind the microphone with talent on loan from God. That's right, live, hot, in the in we're direct in the place to be. <laughs> That's where was that even supposed to be? Where was the direct? Were you like a Pizza Hut delivery guy? Yo, okay. So when we started the show today, I was letting everybody. First off, shout out to all the podcast listeners to the millions and millions of y'all around the world. I see y'all. I seen a couple new countries that we're targeting and touching, and it's pretty dope. Shout out to India. They're like taking over. Uh, everybody watching, I'm working on it. YouTube is very, very humbling, and it may be a part of the reason why my mental health is deteriorating faster and faster every day as I venture into this damn... The, it, yo, it, shout out to every single YouTuber, every single person that's come off of this grind, because this shit will show your baby steps. Me making videos on YouTube reminds me of me standing on a corner, like, asking people if they would take one of my cds not even pay me for it will you just take one and fucking listen to it like that's what youtube has done to me but i just been stressed completely stressed the fuck out bro i i don't know i don't know i don't know anyway we got a lot of things to talk about today kind of and kind of not so let's make it interesting all right uh, oh yeah, first and foremost, like I said, shout out to all the podcast listeners and shout out to all the viewers. If this is your first time watching, uh, head over to YouTube and you'll be a part of the live studio audience. If you're listening, you know what time it is. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the rich vibes. You know what we're doing. And when I say rich vibes, I'm talking about this, my lustrous voice. My voice sounds like mantequilla. You know what mantequilla is? <laughs> That's my voice, yo. And I'm just going to push all my feelings and my heartache deep, deep, Deep down there, I don't have a soul, so just like mush it in that space, and let's get this show going. Um, episode two forty seven or two forty eight? I'm so confused on our episodes. Two forty seven, two forty eight, two forty seven eight, two forty seven a, and two forty seven negative z. How about that? That's the episode that we're on today. We're gonna be talking about the Russia collusion. Now. When this show first started, it was very political. It was almost like me just learning what I wanted to do with the show. And we talked about this Russian collusion shit often because it was just so pathetic that it just didn't make any sense. So I'm not covering this factually. I'm just giving you what I remember off the top of my head because there's going to be a lot of talk about it because there's a lot of court, excuse me, court dates, there's movies, there's things of that nature that's going on right now that honestly it is embarrassing that we're still doing this and they've embarrassed the highest of courts in 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 the middle of doing all this and we'll talk about it i hope that i can be as uh objective as possible i try to be i hope i hope i am i don't know i really don't know anymore i think i'm just 
I think I talk shit equally on both sides. They both suck. And uh, but we'll, we'll run over that, and we won't make it a Trump show. I really don't want to. And that pocket check is still coming. It's not six hundred dollars. We'll definitely talk about that. Dr. Dre got served at his grandmother's funeral today. Yeah, ouch, pretty gross. And uh, Bitcoin goes mainstream. It's pretty awesome. You know, they sold out. They're on Wall Street now. We'll talk about that. Have you ever heard of Crypto Eats? Me neither, but the story's fucking funny as shit, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, we'll lightly touch on Nicki Minaj and her husband. Facebook wants to change their name, and they're going to rival Marvel's universe with their metaverse. So watch yourself, Marvel, because here they come. It's not movies. It's not comic books. Sorry. What is the metaverse? Not a thing yet. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Uh, Netflix employees walk out to protest Dave Chappelle. I will start off by saying this about the protest and what's going on in Netflix. Well, Dave Chappelle, um, I mean, I don't think it's... You know what? I'm speaking for myself from what I saw. Let me give you my interpretation of what Dave Chappelle is saying. I think it's pretty obvious, right? Like, it seems like the rights and the protection of those that are different um, sexually have a higher totem pole in America as opposed to people of color. In Dave's life, it would be black people. In my life, it would be Spanish people. Our people have been shitted on for many, many years. And then we feel like um, the LGBTQ community plus gets definitely a lot more protection. They get a lot more awareness they have flags, they have days, they have months, they have lobbyists, and honestly, to each his own, and, and I, would, I know this, sh- this whole episode is going to be so touchy, listen, to each his own, and I don't think that Dave Chappelle was attacking anyone, not at all, but he's obviously stating facts, and it's true, like, I didn't choose to be Puerto Rican, Dave didn't choose to be black. You may not have chosen to be trans. You know, these are the lives that we have. But if we want equality, then you can't be above me and I can't be above you. And that's what we're asking for is true equality. Because what he's, you know, the other underlying thing that he's saying is that the only reason it even matters is because you're white. Because if I'm a black trans or I'm a black gay person, it doesn't matter. That was more of what Dave was getting at. But again, that's just my interpretation of it. I don't say that I don't agree. But I do think that Netflix is handling this shit very, very suspiciously, to say the least. And we'll get into all of that today. Um, head over to klavo.com and check out the new merch. We got mugs. They're good morning mugs. We have beanies. There's hoodies. And all the stuff is supposed to be here sometime, somewhere. And if not, I'm just going to get a Sharpie and I'm just going to start writing on everything. But head over to klavo.com. Check out the merch. Check out the music. Old videos. There's about 240 some odd videos and episodes to listen to and binge on and get all the Sabian Lavo that you want. Make sure to check out. Make sure to go check out Sabian uh, Clips. It's in one of our playlists on our YouTube page. It's booming. People don't want to watch this long ass show, but they love the clips. Go check out the clips. We're having uh, some great success with the Ami and the Hellcat thing. And you know what? That's kind of what's bothering me. It's doing really well. And if I can't match that, I'm going to be very bummed out. So. Subscribe, like, tell a friend about the page, have them subscribe. We appreciate it. And um, I guess we'll talk about the Trump thing. I really don't want to get back into it. Okay. Trump told a joke where he said, hey, Russia, this was during, let me set the fucking tone, okay? Trump was running for president against Hillary Clinton, okay? During this time period, Hillary Clinton was hiding 
32,000 or 60,000 emails in servers that she broke and damaged and hid. And this was all all this information you can go find. And I may be off on a couple things, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. So it's my show. Get the fuck over it. Anyway, I'm joking. I'm joking. I kid. I kid. I love you. So Hillary was hiding emails and Trump goes on a podium and says, hey, Russia, do you think you can find Hillary's emails? Which was a funny joke. He said, ah, ha, 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 LOL. And everybody said, oh, my God. Well, the news went and said, oh, my God, Trump is working with the Russians. He told a joke. Stop moving. And the joke went on to become Russia collusion. Literally that quickly from a joke sparked off a joke. Hillary Clinton was using some CIA FBI operative to do uh damn op information on trump because they were running against him so she sends this guy peter stroke i believe or, or steel and they head over to europe and they have this dossier that they write up and the dossier has information in it that's not verified and it's not just like a regular dossier with like a few things no this is like a 400 fucking page dossier that had to be broken up into two pieces one being a piece was a piece with the complaint with actual supposed facts that were never verified and then another piece that was about 200 pages of just feelings and hearsay which is very very pathetic to say the least at the level of the courts that they were dealing with now when they said that trump was working with the russians obviously that's a big deal so why would we play with that right so they had to take this complaint to the pfizer court now before we get to the pfizer court this dossier got written up where you might have heard of the story of the women peeing on the bed now although these stories do exist and they were written down the person that got the stories was writing an op-ed he was basically looking up dirt on trump for hillary but he gave the papers to somebody in Interpol, he gave that dossier to them, and that dossier made its way back to the FBI because when they read it, they said, "Oh shit, this got crazy information on Trump. This is there's no way, bro. Trump hired prostitutes to pee on the bed that Obama slept in. Uh, that Trump was gonna send money over there, work with the nukes, and I mean, it, it was just outrageous, outlandish, and it never made any sense, and it never stood anywhere. They took the paperwork to the Pfizer court, and for the hate of Trump, they passed along something that was never even verified. Till this day, that dossier has not been verified, cross-verified, and is not factual at all. It went to court as a piece of paper that was being worked on. It wasn't even what it was stated to be. It was a complete bullshit lie. How is it that the person that wrote it gave it to somebody, it came back to the United States, and it ends up back in the hands of the person that started it, and he talks about it as if he's never seen it. So... They never found anything on Trump. Funny thing was, the longer and longer that they dug through the Russian collusion, because they ran it as long as they could because they thought he would quit, but he never did. He kept going, right? But they tried to push him out by just running that shit every day, every day, every day. Joe Biden has fallen asleep on TV about seven fucking times. No one has said, let's impeach this motherfucker. Do you understand what I'm saying? Y'all were mad at Trump for arguing with fucking, with, with uh, news reporters and being on Twitter talking shit, and Biden is basically... A dead man walking he's just like he does that shit that old people do where he's Ugh. and you go oh shit you okay grandpa and he's like no i'm fine two trillion billion for billion dollars nobody has threatened him the way that the way that trump was treated no one was ever treated he was able to do a good job love him or hate him but he was able to take all the bullshit and just kind of skate every single person that they went after 
to prosecute Trump for this Russia collusion was actually like longtime politicians and they all got charges pressed on them from some shit that they had from years ago. None of it ever tied back to Trump. As a matter of fact, both the times that he went up there to be impeached, it never went through all the way. So it was a half impeachment. So he wasn't impeached twice. That's a bullshit lie too. But these are things that they don't want to tell you. The Russia collusion story was bullshit. They dragged it out as long as they could for nothing. It never worked. They kept on trying everything that they could. They did two impeachments that failed miserably but were reported differently. The same way CNN reports that Joe Rogan was taking horse pace and not taking human medicine, they reported all this bullshit. When it all went to court, it came out to be bullshit. Trump would be in jail if he did the things that they said he did. Are you do you think that Donald Trump would get away with all that shit and just nobody would say nothing like it's completely illegal. All the things that they said that he did was completely foul. Besides the prostitutes peeing on the bed, that had nothing to do with nothing. That was weird that they like made that a thing. But nonetheless, that was a story. It's coming back. They're saying that they have a tape of the prostitutes. No, they don't. It's all bullshit. I don't want to get back into the whole Trump thing. I, I told that story over and over. I broke it down. Everybody that was involved all got caught up. Everybody that was involved actually got arrested besides Trump. Like no one ever talks about that. Like every single I have a shiny spot on my forehead that I see on the on the on the uh, screen and it's bothering me. Like I fuck the lighting. It's just too bright. Anyway, it's going to be brought up for the next two, three weeks. I heard some other shit Trump did. I don't care. I'm not here to talk about that. I just wanted to bring that back up. The Russia collusion story started because of a joke. It was taken to the highest court, which made our highest court, the Pfizer court, probably look like one of the weakest systems that we've ever had in America. Not only did we embarrass our highest courts, we literally made a mockery of our entire intelligence department chasing themselves. It's really embarrassing. It really was. Ah, man, 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 man. All right, so pocket checking. Remember about a week ago, we were talking about the $600. This has been a thing. If you have any accounts, cash app, Venmo, bank accounts, or whatever the case is that are moving more than $600 annually in and out, they will monitor your account. That's what we were told. And now we have an update. They went back and they revised it because honestly, the paperwork for the banks would be an overload and it really wouldn't make any sense to have that much information. But nonetheless, they do want your information. So let's see. Uh, this story comes from the Fast Company. The Biden administration has reversed a controversial plan that will require banks and other financial service, service, services institutions to report account data to the IRS in efforts to crack down on tax cheats. So because of the whole COVID thing and giving away money, they got to make money back. So this is going to happen for a little while until they kind of figure it out or forever. And they never figure it out. And we never know why it goes on forever, but it will. Dude, look, I can't believe Facebook hasn't gotten hit with tax anything for having that marketplace. Like that marketplace should have a W9 attached to every single thing you do, but that's just me talking on my ass. Why do I know? Listen, when you want to buy a house, you better start paying taxes because that's the only way to prove that you make money. So if you're selling shit on Facebook and you want to take it serious, start paying taxes on that shit, become a sole proprietor and and pay taxes on everything you make so that you can show the bank that you're a, a legitimate business. Selling sneakers, t-shirts, whatever the fuck it is, be legitimate. Like, stop bullshitting. Why are you hiding? Pay your way and then just you'll be. Trust me, it's worth it in the end. Duck, ducking and diving ain't going to get you nowhere. The original proposal, proposal, which sparked irate among bank trader groups, consumers and even debt collectors would have required financial firms to report aggregate data of all accounts with at least 600 flowing dollars in and out annually under this revised plan. 
Firms will still be required to report account data, but the threshold has been increased to $10,000, meaning accounts with less than that flowing in and out a year will not be subject to the rules. The proposal would not, as some sites have said, allow the IRS to track individual transactions. That's what they wanted to do was literally watch everything you did after $600 to make sure they made their money. Banks will not be required to report individual transactions to the IRS. Rather, according to the fact sheet supplied Tuesday by the U.S. Treasury, banks would add two additional data points to the information that is already supplied to the tax the IRS. How much money went in the account over the course of the year and how much money came out. Now, I'm not really sure what that's going to help or what that's going to change, but I am happy that they've moved it up. I still don't like the idea of them being able to dig into our accounts. I don't like bank institutes, don't have a savings account, figure out how to invest your money and have it in a place where you can re- like just get to it quickly. Um, so I always recommend having some type of uh, a savings in the house, cash. You have to have an emergency fund. We're Dave Ramsey babies. So we keep $1,000 cash and then six, three to six months worth of money cash put up. We keep all our bill money put up. And then, you know, we just work everything out in steps. Don't overload. Like, if you overthink this IRS shit with your money, they're going to fuck with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, don't do too much. Don't try to start opening accounts. Don't start trying to slide money and be slick. They see everything you do. Every time you put your Social Security in, they know that you're opening something or moving something. Don't fuck this one up, yo. Like, this can be bad. I suggest you sit down with a CPA, get a a tax advisor to help you out, and really make this a thing. You can be a sole prop. You don't even need to start an LLC, but pay taxes on it. Because, honestly, at the end of the day, ownership is going to be key. And if you're not showing that you're paying on it, you really don't own anything. So what's the point? You see what I'm saying? Like, I hope that helped to those that are trying to open businesses and those that are worried because I understand, listen, the hustle's real. That Facebook fucking market is no joke. That shit's got to be making at least hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a day here in Vegas alone, just in Vegas alone. Um, <laughs> Yo, the audacity of some people to think that it's okay to just serve court documents whenever, wherever, just to get to somebody because they can't get to them is ridiculous. Uh, Dr. Dre's ex-wife served him with divorce papers at his grandmother's funeral today. It's pretty disgusting. It's pretty lowbrow, low class. And I understand that she's trying to get her money. But damn, like through hook or crook, like what's really going on? Are attorneys involved or not? Because that shit's getting messy. Don't come to my grandmother's funeral. Like, that shit will get ugly. Like, you understand that that's not going to be the move, right? Uh, so, I'm trying to stay away from the negative story. So, with that negative story, here's a happy story. Bitcoin went mainstream. Story comes from Vox. I still have the touchscreen teleprompter, and I don't care. I kind of like it now. So, what are you going to do? Fight me or something? I don't care. Vox, cryptocurrencies. I don't want to fight nobody. I'm too old for that shit. Uh, The stories from Vox, cryptocurrency's journey into the mainstream hit a major milestone this week when the first exchange trade fund linked to Bitcoin made its stock market debut. Put more simply, that means that anyone with a brokerage account will soon be able to buy and sell Bitcoin-backed financial products on the stock market. This comes years after the U.S. financial regulators shied away from crypto from cryptocurrency which is notoriously volatile but now it looks as if though the government is ready to try new things again they're trying to get their money back for all that covid shit so they're going to do whatever they can to get you to spend your money and put that shit in the system the debut was a big hit after executives from ProShare and the maryland-based company behind the etf rang the bell at the new york stock exchange on tuesday morning the product toppled one billion dollars in trading volume on its first day 
That makes it one of the top ETF debuts in history. Later that day, the price of Bitcoin soared past its all-time high of $64,894 to a new record high of $66,975. Experts don't actually seem that surprised. It was a blockbuster smash home run. That was a horrible, terrible line, bro, said Eric. I'm not saying Eric's last name is senior at the ETF analyst at Bloomberg. He told me this brings a lot of legitimacy and eyeballs into the crypto space. That I do agree. I love to see that this is uh, definitely making its way into the mainstream and banks are taking crypto more serious. Nonetheless, crypto being backed by the dollar, I still stand by what I stand by. The volatility scares the shit out of me and I don't think we're ready for it. But we can utilize what it is for what it can be. Damn, that was a, that's terrible. Hold on. I like the idea of crypto. This still needs work. I believe in it. I think this is the way to go. It's definitely a lot safer. I just believe that we need to learn how to integrate old and new, not just go to new. There needs to be integration. That's my uh, that's my dream. And I think that's dope. Like the idea that now we're using crypto in a more mainstream way. Um, EFTs are or ETFs. I was, should I break that down? Maybe we'll do a whole episode where we talk about more financial things of that nature. Um, you know, there was an article that said 98% of stocks are owned by the top 1%. That I don't doubt. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. Do they own them fully? Do they own a part of stocks? If you go right now onto your Cash App app and you have $5, do me a favor. Go put $1 in Apple, $1 in Amazon, put $1 in the Tesla, one in the Ford. Just one in the every, $1. Just go take one of your dollars with Cash App and go buy you some stock. And now you are a proud owner of those companies as well. So when they say that stupid shit in those articles, it doesn't mean dick. You need to read into it. Um, everybody that has a 401k, most people that work regular jobs, believe this or not, you are in the stock market. You just don't even realize it. If your company has insurance, if you have insurance, uh, that money that goes to your insurance company gets invested. Your 401k is being invested. Your company most likely is a company that's being traded. Therefore, your money is being invested and you are an active participant in the market. We're just not taught this. We're just supposed to either never find out or find out and then figure out how to like maneuver and shit. It's the weirdest thing to me because why would you want a country full of dummies? You know, they used to make fun of the Illuminati and shit and they were like, oh, Illuminati runs the world. No. If you see what Facebook and Twitter can do to somebody by blowing them up or just imploding them and getting rid of them, that's the fucking Illuminati. Well, at least the idea behind the Illuminati, because the Illuminati wasn't what they want to make it seem either. Anyway, I just find it fucking, I just find all this shit amazing. That's all, that's all. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't doubt anything. So Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenneth, uh, were dealing with these uh, harassment allegations of the woman that he had uh, allegedly raped and he went to jail behind she was trying to sue them for 20 million dollars it got kicked out of court i really don't know why i got kicked out of court i think it was a little od i think she definitely took it too far by going online and airing it out if she would have kept it quiet you know what if nikki and her husband were actually reaching out to just give her some money to just shut it the fuck up already and then she jumped out the window asked for 20 now guess what you shit out of luck and get nothing so for all the barbs fans out there Hey, Nikki's on a high right now. Nikki's been booming and it's fucking awesome. So this next story is my lighthearted story and I am just elated, okay? I am very elated. Story comes from Vice. For the last week, a handful of UK-based celebrities have been talking about a new startup called Crypto Eats. You ever heard of Crypto Eats? Yeah, me neither. 
that would compete against Uber Eats by allowing customers to pay for food in cryptocurrency. The creators mocked up a logo, got TikTok influencers to promote it, and wear swag in videos, appeared through a par- apparently through a party, and announced the Eats token through a press release that went out on a service that's often used by legitimate companies. Now I know what you're saying, Sabian, why are you saying legitimate companies? I thought Crypto Eats was a legitimate company. Well, shit you not, I did too. Let's get into the scam of the year. Almost immediately after its launch, Crypto Eats vanished from the internet. Gone, son. Along with a few hundred thousand dollars in one of the most elaborate shitcoin rug pulls in recent memory. In the press release, which can still be found on Yahoo Finance, Crypto Eats claimed it raised $8 million in a series of funding. How could such a low-key idea <laughs> to accept cryptocurrency as a form of payment for your food attracts such investment for cryptocurrency communities. Like, are you kidding me? Everybody wants to be on whatever's crypto. So you could put crypto on anything and motherfuckers going to jump on top of it. Anyway, crypto eats was the first real step in allowing people or I don't know what the fuck sick means. But anyway, beautiful people to use cryptocurrency as a form of payment for items in the real world. I mean, yes and no. You can use crypto for tons of shit. The press release, which it was, excuse me, the press release, which was released through a service called Global Newswire, that is used by a lot of legitimate tech companies as well as recent high-profile cryptocurrency scams involving Litecoin and Walmart, went on to claim that its founder, Wade Phillips, had partnered with Nando's McDonald's and hired an army of delivery drivers that would allow the company to compete head-on with the likes of Uber Eats and Deliveroo, whatever the fuck that is, thanks to its algorithm-based blockchain-implemented software. You see, the nerds love using words like this because they've been able to tangle us up with other fancy-ass words because what the fuck's a Deliveroo and the algorithm blockchain-implemented software got to do with me getting my food? Anybody help me. They just love using those words, and then regular people hear that shit and go, oh my god, I ordered my food today with 17 ETH, on an algorithm-based blockchain implemented software. No, you're not going to say that. You're just going to place your order and go. Like, this type of jargon is awesome. And the only time this jargon really works is, like, in Uber and Lyft's instance where they're just robbing everybody left and right. But fuck, what do I know? Uh, in pretend land, <clears throat> let's head over to Facebook <coughs> where the princess Mark Zuckerberg wants to change the name and just get rid of all the problems by giving it a new name. I think this one was awesome. This story comes from Vanity Fair. Now... Talk about putting a Band-Aid on a fucking gash, bro. Like, Mark Zuckerberg just grabbed the one bottle of water and poured it into Hoover Dam and said, fixed. By the way, did you know that the same amount of money that Mark Zuckerberg spent on buying Instagram, he could have used to cure the water problem in the whole world. The entire globe would have been cured for $17 billion. That's amazing, right? So the story comes from Vanity Fair. Mark Zuckerberg, despite his delusions of grandeur, seems to be aware of how toxic his brand has become. But rather than fully address the substance of problems, he has reportedly come up with a simpler solution. People, hold on. Yo, this is real. People despise Facebook. What if we simply stop calling ourselves Facebook? Fuck me, Mark. He's a goddamn genius. fucking guy. Everybody, stop what you're doing. Stop it right now. Stop calling it Facebook. There. The racism is gone. The hatred is gone. The biases. The fucked up algorithms. All that shit's gone because now it's not Facebook. It's the artist for... It's yay now. 
It's fucking yay. According to The Verge, Zuckerberg is planning a rebrand by next week. Facebook would just be one part of a bigger community with a brand new name that is not just focused on social media, but the metaverse. Oh, yeah. You heard me right. The fucking metaverse. That Get your goddamn mouses. Get your wireless mouses. Get your trackpads. Get your little clicky pen thingies. Because guess what, baby? We're going to the metaverse, baby. And now... Let's find out how Facebook is going to suck us into the metaverse and make us better people, right? So he wants to build a metaverse. No official word on what the name will be, but Horizon. <laughs> what? Horizon? <laughs> Horizon. Ooh, what is he going to fucking compete against? Verizon? Yeah, I'm good, bro. This guy's a moron. Has apparently been floated around as a possible... I'm not reading these people's names. He's a former head of civil engineer. Speculates that the name might be just Meta. Apparently, Meta.com is owned by a company that is owned by another company that is owned by Chan Zuckerberg, who I have no idea who that is. It might be his wife. I'm not really sure. But that might be the name of his Metaverse. Um, This is... Precedent for this kind of shift, uh, Google rebranded under the umbrella of Alphabet. Snapchat became Snap Inc. to establish it was no longer just a messaging app. Kasabian went from being a rapper to doing podcasting and shit. See, rebranding works. But the company that also wants you to be the most dystopian... What? But the company that also wanted to sell you the most dystopian eyeglasses imaginable... I don't know what the fuck that means, but I read that completely wrong, and I apologize 1,001%. But Facebook's coming name change is notable for the timing. With the company under more intense scrutiny than it's ever perhaps faced, and for what is said, <laughs> why am I reading like this? Somebody help me. Uh, Zuckerberg intends to take the company that he clearly made. His new ambition is to go... That he. He's clearly making his ambition to go beyond social media. I don't know why I'm going so fast. Just a few months ahead, he told Verge that we will effectively transition from people seeing us primarily being a social media company to being a metaverse company in the coming years. Hey, bro, this does not get you out of being a fucking monopoly, monopoverse, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Your company's a monopoly. The other week when it went down, every single thing attached to it went down. People lost hundreds and hundreds of dollars. People really rely on your fucking applications, and you making your metaverse isn't doing anything but making it harder for people to actually, like, I don't know, use it freely. You're making this shit very difficult. Go metaverse the fuck off. The shift seems to be very accelerated. On Sunday, the company announced that it's hiring 10,000 people in Europe to help build its metaverse, which has procedurally cast in utopian terms at its heart the idea that by creating a greater sense of virtue, presence, interactive, interacting online can be much more closer experience compared to interacting in person. What? No. The metaverse has the potential to unlock access to new creative, social, and economic opportunities. Not if they're all connected to the same server that fell apart the other fucking day. I'm really not okay with this. I hate this shit. 
Nerds love to use verbiage like this bullshit metaverse and try to change what it is. Your company is your company. It's it's a monopoly. They should not be on the same servers. Like as a real estate agent, you know that we have to take certain monies and put them in certain accounts that we can't touch them because we're fiduciary. Like there has to be better rules on this shit because honestly, he's writing his own fucking rules and doing whatever he wants and everybody's just sitting back and watching it. Sitting back and watching it. Watching, sitting back in it. Sitting in in and in and back in it. And um, another shitty story, let's get on to Netflix. This whole Dave Chappelle thing really bothers me because his statement was very clear. And I don't need to reiterate it. I think Dave did a very, very good job. And I don't think Dave's intention was to hurt anybody. I don't think there was any malice. And you know what? That's just me. If you were hurt by this shit, go for it. Do what you have to do. I've never stopped anybody from feeling. Please feel. Feel the urge to do whatever you have to do to feel better. If Dave Chappelle offended you, Go ahead. Get upset. But you know what? If you want to be equal and you want to live in an equal world, you need to be able to be shit talked about. That's okay. Let me break your brain. You want me to fuck you up? I can say nigga on YouTube. You can even put the ER on it on YouTube. Nothing happens. I can say spick and I might get a fucking, I might get a thing on this episode. They might give me a check mark. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a spick. It's okay. I can say it. But guess what? You say any other derogatory statement, you say anything about, you know, the LGBT community or any other whatever, and it's a wrap. They'll take your whole page down. That's the fucking problem. Why is it okay? (laughs) It's not fair. I'll get into this and I'm going to let that go. I don't even want to. We're just not going to dive into it because it's true. What he's saying is true. Yo, they gave... The Asian hate bill got passed before a black hate bill was passed. The fuck? Like, there's a lot of things. Like, if we really dig into it, it's beyond... It's just fucking outrageous. It really is. The Hollywood Reporter. Here we go again with this. Every time I get to the end of the goddamn episode, I get hiccups. I'm sorry. The Hollywood Reporter. Hundreds of protesters arrive at the Netflix Vine office on Wednesday morning. For a rally to support streamers, trans employees who are planning a virtual walkout to push back against Netflix. What's a virtual walkout? That's real? What are they going to do? I don't know how to report this. The virtual Netflix, they're going to have a virtual walk. Hello? They're going to have a virtual walkout. Virtually. Against the CEO. I don't want to do this. This is so strange. I'm digitally, I'm digitally walking in. Okay, look, Jay said that they're going to log in a lot. Oh, hold on. We'll get into it. Let me see. During the virtual walkout, the participant participating staffers will not do any work for Netflix and instead engage in content that does support the trans. Excuse me. I don't mean to laugh at what they're supporting. They want to support the trans community and donate to charities. The walkout coincides with a public rally organized by activists. I'm not going to give her name. 
uh, and it says her on there, so I'm not misgendering, or the person's name, excuse me, that relocated to Netflix office on Vine Street to accommodate more people. Speaking with a group of reporters ahead of the rally, Preston said the gathering was meant to show solidarity with Netflix trans staffers. It's violate to make... I don't think that was right. Violate to make members of the transgender community who work for your company participate in oppression of their own community. And we're here to disrupt that and stand in solidarity with employees. Then what do you call it when Dave Chappelle was making fun of black people? What do you call it when when uh, fucking Carlos Mencia was making fun of Spanish people? What do you call it when we make fun of everybody else? Where's Don't nobody give a fuck about that, though, right? And... To be honest with you, y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. Bro, I, I, <clears throat> talent, I don't give a fuck about who is what. That's the problem. Again, equality is equality. What does it matter if you're an actor or actress or whatever and then you're a uh, ex? I don't give a fuck what you do at home. I don't think Dave Chappelle gives a fuck what you do at home. As a matter of fact, being from where I'm from, being from poverty-stricken neighborhoods, being from neighborhoods with multi-cultures, I've seen probably the craziest shit that you can ever imagine as a young child. So I don't I don't care. Like I don't feel any malice ter- towards different people. I think it's cool. Like I always have questions. I'm very antiquated and I'm very inquisitive. Like I find different things cool so if you're a different type of person then be different but don't ask for equality get equality and then expect everybody to bend and fold to whatever you want because now you want me to be offended at some shit that i don't find offensive but you're not offended at the shit that i find offensive and you don't give a fuck that's the problem we're telling you we're offended stop shitting on us we still feel like we're being held down what have you done for us nothing bro nothing puerto ricans get a fucking day in the park you know, they, used, they always said that black people get February, right? February is the shortest month of the year. Well, guess what? February is the most important month of the year. If you didn't know, February is actually how we adjust our clocks. And that's why we have those days missing. That's why leap year. We adjust our clocks according to the rotation of the fucking earth. So for those of you that didn't know, February is a very, very important month. And we can just keep on going with that type of shit. Now, for Puerto Ricans, we have a lot of work to do. You see, my plight's never been a color thing. My plight's always been... Uh, a poor versus oligarchy rich that doesn't want to bring us in like what's the point of keeping us out of having money and being wealthy i don't want to have no help i want to be able to take care of my own shit i don't want to ask for any help i wish i would have knew about credit when i was a kid i wish i would have knew about fucking stacking my money the right way paying my taxes so i can get a house a lot easier but you know why don't they teach us this type of shit instead they start teaching kids about sexuality and about all this fucking other shit that i got nothing to do with nothing at the end of the day you have to work like production's production bro this shit is bullshit these companies will shit all over us do stupid ass shit bro motherfuckers protested gucci for a week right back at it you know what i'm saying don't fold don't fold. What Dave Chappelle did was an amazing thing. It was a very powerful thing. And I know some people just don't understand it. And that's okay. It's not for everybody to understand. But there was no hate. There was no hate. If if we're going to start to be equal, we got to be equal. Like, equal means equal. Like, I try to tell people all the time. Watch this. Watch this. This is real simple. This is how I would teach a child this. This thumbtack is straight. See this thumbtack? You see that? This thumbtack right here. This thumbtack. My bad. Maybe it's a bad idea if you use thumbtacks. This thumbtack, this one is straight. 
Because it's this one. This one's gay. See this thumbtack? It's gay. This is a gay thumbtack. This is, is a transgender thumbtack. Check this out. This one is uh, whatever else thumbtack. You see what I'm saying? Check this out. These are all different thumbtacks, but we're all the same. So what the fuck does it matter? I don't care who you fucking. Just be happy and leave me the fuck alone. I want to hear them fucking jokes that Dave got to say. This is us. We're people. Stop with the bullshit. Who cares what you like? I don't give a shit. Bro, I grew up in gang culture where we killed each other over fucking colors. You think I'm going to sit here and allow this shit to be a thing? There's so many other fucking problems in this country right now. The last thing I'm worried about is who you're fucking. Okay? Our educational system is falling apart. Nevada just made $1 billion and gave... Excuse me. Fuck, it's so irritating. Nevada made a billion dollars in tax money off of medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. 900,000 of that money came from Las Vegas alone in weed. We smoked some fucking weed, y'all. We blew it down. That weed money was supposed to go to help schools and education, one would think. But no, they came up with these bullshit-ass fucking rainy day funds and all these other made-up stories and shit that they're going to do with the money. No, 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 no. We want to know exactly what happens to every single dollar of that weed money. It's unfair that we we are paying for a stadium for a multi-billionaire. Why? We just made a billion dollars in taxes. We have the worst school system in the fucking country. And we and let's give the kids a tenth of the money. We'll give the kids a, a, a $128 million. Wow. Thank you. Where's the money? These kids are dumb as shit. Yo, Vegas is falling apart. People can't afford rent. The whole city's falling apart. We have a billion dollars in tax money. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Hey, our governor doesn't even drive around in the fucking motorcade. Bro, I'm not even that famous and I drive around in a motorcade. Like, what are you doing? This shit is crazy. Bro, the whole world's falling apart. I'm sorry. This is the frustration. Like, I have a meeting with my child's school tomorrow and I can't wait to cuss them the fuck out and put them in their place too. Why? Because I feel like it's completely unfair to put children under the same rules from educational systems that are 40 years old. This is the dumbest shit ever. What are you teaching my kid? I was told to learn multiplication because we'll never have a calculator in our pocket and God damn it, we got a calculator. Surprise. I can't read well. Y'all hear me stumbling over these words. I sound like a fucking idiot, but I'm your newscaster and y'all chose me, damn it. And I appreciate y'all for watching me. But nonetheless, yes, I ha- I'm a horrible reader, but my talents are other places and I know my daughter has talents in other places and I refuse to allow her to be taken by these constraints of this shitty school system. And, and you know what I mean? Like, if we had like a, a top-notch school system and they were like, oh, hey, your daughter has issues reading and she's really falling behind, I would understand, but like, they're all fucking stupid. What the fuck are we talking about? At least I know she could dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking too highly of our future. Maybe I'm thinking too highly of our people, our country. Pimp C wore a fur coat on a boat uh, during a video of Big Pimpin' with Jay-Z. And um, they asked him, why was he wearing a mint coat on the boat? You crazy as fuck. He said, ain't no temperature on TV, baby. Coldest shit I ever heard in my life. And with that, my name is Kasabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wow.